Hey everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez. And man, wow. I am, what an NBA Finals that has taken place this year. Um, this time last year, the Warriors would have already completed their four-game sweep over the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the Warriors would be your 2018 NBA champions. But now this year, the tables have turned a lot. But before I get started today, because I have a lot to talk about, about Kevin Durant and the whole Golden State Warriors team, as well as the Toronto Raptors team and the fans of Toronto, I have a lot to say um, about all that. But before I get into that, for all my sports fans that love hockey, I want to start the show with hockey today because the St. Louis Blues and the Boston Bruins, they game seven of the Stanley Cup is tonight. And if you guys are looking for something to watch tonight, tune in, give a little, give hockey a little, give hockey a little bit of a chance. I know it's hard because diversity in hockey is not really as diverse um, as the other sports are. I get it, but um, but yeah, the Stanley Cups have been doing has been amazing this year. You have a, a Tampa Bay Lightning team that set the record, pretty much like how Golden State went seventy three and nine, and they got swept by the eight seed, the Columbus Blue Jackets earlier in the postseason and now you have a Stanley Cup final where the St. Louis Blues they got the Blues in game six because they had a chance to close out and this would have been in my opinion an upset victory because the Boston Bruins are a legit and established franchise they're pretty much sort of they're sort of they're sort of like the New England Patriots pretty much like every Boston team spoiled their fans are spoiled and they have a great hockey team in the Bruins who had the second most points in uh, the conference, but everyone was talking about the Lightning. No one was talking about Boston. Similar to how the Patriots were this year when they won the Super Bowl. Everyone was talking about the Chiefs and their high-powered offense. And the Patriots, they just kept on pushing, and they got in the playoffs, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl. But anyway, um, Game 7 is tonight. The, the Blues lost to the Bruins. They got blown out 5-1. to one. And now that moves now to St. Louis Blues. Their career record at home in the Stanley Cup Finals is now one in five. How do you lose? How is your record one in five? And you're in the Stanley Cup. You gotta defend your home ice. You got to. In any sport, defend your home turf. Defend your home field. Come on, do better. St. Louis got definitely got the Blues, but Game Seven is tonight. I I got the Bruins winning this game. I think they're gonna win. Uh, four to three in overtime. I think it's going to be a game-winning goal. That's just the way how the Stanley Cup playoffs have been this year. A lot of game winner, winners. I think it's going to go into overtime, and I think the Bruins will win in overtime. But now, back to the main topic of today's podcast. I wanted to do a quick little two, three-minute three minute segment on the Stanley Cup. We all know Kevin Durant, 10-time All-Star, four, four-time scoring champion, two-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP, Whether you hate the guy or not, his stats in the NBA Finals, I want you guys to understand this real quick as I pull up his numbers in the NBA Finals. Kevin Durant has been just truly sensational in the NBA Finals. He's averaging over 30 points a game in all of his Finals appearances. Other than than last, uh, last night, the other night where he got hurt, he has scored over 25 points in every single every single finals game. So that's a quick little stat to figure out about Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant, whether you hate the guy or you like the guy, he is 
one of the best scorers of all time. And this injury really is going to really impact his career. And it's probably going to impact the whole NBA, at least for next season as well. Because right now he did fly to New York. I'm giving you guys a little update. He flew to New York today. So he's going to get an MRI. The results should be in by tonight. Uh, either tonight or tomorrow before tip-off. We're going to find out what the injury is. But Kevin Durant had hit three three-pointers and had 11 points in 12 minutes for the Golden State Warriors. And we saw in that first quarter, if Kevin Durant was healthy, this series would be either four games or five games. Um, the Warriors, Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson had more space to shoot the ball. Um, you can see it. Curry had like 13 points in the first quarter as well. He had like 20-something 20, 20 in halftime and was just lighting it up. The second half, he really struggled. He did hit the tying three-pointer, but Thompson hit the two big threes. I was watching first take the other day, and Max Kellerman was like, Stephen Curry finally hit the shot. Stephen Curry didn't hit jack crap. Stephen Curry bricked a lot of his shots in the second half when his team needed him. And if it wasn't for Nick Nurse to call a stupid timeout when they had all the momentum, the Raptors would have won game five and this series would have been over. But the Warriors, they live for another day. And um, game six is tomorrow night at nine o'clock tip-off. I hate these late tip-offs too. Like I have work in the morning. Like you can't make it eight o'clock. Like, come on now for the East Coast. The West Coast is so spoiled. They have all, <laughs> they have all, <laughs> they have the times, they have the entertainment, they have everything in the West Coast. But anyway, Kevin Durant, he was trying to go left. He tried to do his crossover on Serge Ibaka. He planted on his right foot. And as you, if you guys see the replay, it looked like there was like this big pop in his leg. Uh, and I can actually relate to this injury. I did not tear my Achilles, but I did sprain my calf muscle. I had a grade one, so it wasn't as bad. But it feels like like when Kevin Durant hurt his leg in the Rocket series, when he came up, it looked it feels like someone is pulling at your leg. And that's exactly how I felt. I remember I was running the first base, and as I plant my foot trying to turn the corner, I felt like someone was pulling my leg in practice and there was no one there. It was just my calf. And then you just hear this, you feel this shot of pain all throughout the, your leg. And the Achilles is the equivalent of like tearing your ACL. It is a gruesome injury and it's in the bottom of your foot. If your Achilles is messed up, just ask Ryan Howard for the Phillies. For all my people in the Delco area, we all know what happened to Ryan Howard after he tore his Achilles. He was not the same player. And the only person that was an all-star after tearing your Achilles. There's two people, Kobe and Dominique Wilkins. Obviously, we all know Kobe Bryant was an all-star because it was his final season in the NBA, but technically he still was an all-star. But Dominique Wilkins is the only player to tear his Achilles and come back to an all-star level form. But if there's a person to be the second person, it is Kevin Durant. And if it is an Achilles tear, he is going to be out at least... If not, most of the year, he won't be back until playoff time of next year. So whatever team he goes to, if they make the playoffs, they'll have Kevin Durant back. But if if that's the case, it, he's going to be out for at least the, a full season. It takes players, on average, at least 240 days around that time period. DeMarcus Cousins, it took him longer, but he usually takes about 200, around 
like one, uh, not 180, around 200 to 300 games in that time frame uh, for a player to recover, just like an ACL tear, just like anything. So if this happens, this is a huge loss for the Warriors. Um, for between all the memes, the SpongeBob meme had me that had me laughing the most. It said when Kevin Durant comes back, we're like, we love you, Kevin. Like if you guys haven't seen SpongeBob, tune into the episode. It was like, hey everyone, Kevin's back. It was hilarious. It, it fit the scenario perfectly. And you guys, and we all saw in the first quarter, when Kevin Durant is healthy and on that team, the Warriors are unstoppable. They almost put up 40 points in the first quarter. But what the Warriors should have done was, if they knew Kevin Durant, like, he was cleared to play. I'm not going to blame anyone to play because I'm going to blame sports. If there's someone, if there's something for me to blame, I'm going to blame, I'm going to blame two things, toxic masculinity and sports. And I'll get to those two topics literally in a couple minutes after I'm done this little segment. The reason why I say that, I'll get to that later, but what the Warriors should have done was they should have given Kevin Durant at least three minute spurts in each quarter for him to just go off. Like Kevin Durant has not played basketball in a month and he played 12 of the first 14 minutes of the game. What was this man going to play 45 minutes after not playing for a whole month? Come on, come on. If the, like that's the only thing I would blame the Warriors in this situation. If you know a guy is is banged up and he's not 100%, put him on a minutes restriction restriction if you're playing. I understand why he's playing. You're down 3-1. If you're up 3-1 the series, you're not he's not playing. But you're down 3-1, your season's on the line, and without Kevin Durant's 11, the Warriors would loot would have lost game 5. I think Kevin Durant is the the Kevin Durant is the MVP of Game Five. Curry may have his 31 points, but he really struggled in the second half. He was garbage in the second half. And but anyway, Kevin Durant played 12 of the first 14 minutes. If because I understand you need Kevin Durant, you need him. You do. You need him a lot. You saw his presence on defense and on offense right away. This guy is he's he's the best player in the NBA. He is better than Kawhi Leonard. I will say that. And he proved it game five. Kawhi Leonard could not, you could not stop him. He was just shooting left and right. He was hitting everything. It was, it was a wrap. If, if Kevin Durant was fully healthy, this series would be over and it would be Kevin Durant's best player in the world. Kawhi Leonard second. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have LeBron as my third best player. And, and for people that are saying that are calling me crazy. Come on now. Have you watched these playoffs? Kawhi Leonard definitely deserves to be in the top two right now. He does. But anyway, that's a side note. Have Kevin Durant come in in, t- in three or four minute spurts each quarter. That is 15. That is about 12 to 16 minutes in, in the game. That's all you need him. You saw what Kevin Durant gave the Warriors in 12 minutes. That was enough for them to win game five. It was. You got to be smarter when you have these, when you have players playing through injury. Have to be. But obviously, we all know the Warriors GM, he was devastated. He was hurt. It was just very emotional. And as an NBA fan, I didn't even enjoy the game. Like, even though, even though the Warriors won and even if the Raptors would have won, like, it was just sad because Kevin Durant means so much to the NBA. And so many people hate on him. People call him a snake. People call him this, that, and the third. His move was weak. But honestly, his move was not even that bad, uh, if you want my honest opinion with you. That's how the league is now. Uh, and it's always been that way. You need to have multiple stars to win championships. Jordan had Pippen. Jordan, uh, LeBron had Wade and Bosh. Kevin Durant had Steph and Clay. Draymond 
Dray- Draymond may have fit a couple all-star teams. We all know how Draymond Green is. Draymond Green is not that good of a player. He's good defensively. He is. But we saw how he is this series. He's garbage without KD in the lineup. He is. He's garbage. He is. He cannot be a number two. He is a number three or number four option. That's that's who he is. He cannot be a number two. If Draymond Green's your number two, you're not winning. And we saw that in game three of the finals. But anyway. I think losing Kevin Durant now, I even though they're in the Oracle, I think the Raptors will win game six. My finals prediction was Raptors in six uh, beforehand. So I, I, if, if the Raptors win Thursday night, man, if I bet, if I did my prediction in Vegas, I'll be winning really good. I'll be winning a big chunk of change right now. I would, I would be winning a lot of money right now, but of course. I'm not betting. I'm not wasting my money. But anyway, that's just another little side note. I did say Raptors in six, so I'm kind of hype on that. But that's what the Warriors should have done with Kevin Durant. You monitor his minutes. It may be annoying what they're like, well, if it's a minute restriction, that's why the Warriors lost. No. You you have to be smart. And the fact that he's even playing on the court means something. You saw, you, we all saw his leg give out. He, he is done. Like, he is legit done. He's going to be... 31 by the start of the season. He's going to be out for a year. So by the time he's going to play basketball, he's going to be 32 again. And he has a and his injury is huge. But the problem with Kevin Durant, and this is a perfect segue to the next topic. Toxic masculinity. And as a man saying this, and my female listeners you are listening to this, you guys are probably shocked that uh that uh a male is saying this, but it's true. As a person that's played sports for 14 years, played football, played baseball for 14, football for four, played pickup basketball all the time. Toxic masculinity is one of the main causes, and one of the main is the nature of sports nature. It's like one of the things. Uh, it's the it's pretty much like the typical. It's one of the negative flaws about sports. It's like men are trying to overpower men all the time, and it's just like er er. It's it's oh, I'm tougher than you. I played through an ACL tear. Oh, you were weak because you didn't you you broke your leg and you couldn't play. You're weak. Like so many people were bashing Kawhi Leonard and and Skip Bayless still does this. Still does it. Spurs fans still do it. The man was not fully 100% healthy, so he's not going to play. If he's not 100% healthy, why if you're not 100% healthy, why play? Why risk your body and why risk your mental health to play at 70% when you can wait longer, suffer for one season, come back and be a fully 100%. We saw that with Kawhi Leonard this year. He sat out last year. He sat out 73 games. People were calling him wimp. People were calling him weak because he sat out for 73 games because of a thigh bruise or whatever Skip Bayless says. And... He left. Yeah, I would I would leave too. You have everyone bashing me and everyone making fun of me. It's not my fault that the medical staff messed up the timeline of the injury because that's what the Warriors did. They messed up KD's timeline. If they would have said from the rip, KD has a grade three calf sprain, which can lead to an Achilles tear, he is out for the whole playoffs. We would not have had this discussion. But throughout the playoffs, while KD wasn't playing, it's, oh, the Warriors don't need him. KD's soft. LeBron would play through it. Jordan would play through it. They, they, we did the same thing with LeBron when he had cramps in 2014 against the San Antonio Spurs when it was 90 degrees out in, in, in the court. Oh, Jordan would have played through the cramps. 
it's it's that toxic masculinity in sports. It's oh that person did it. He's tough. Oh, you're weak because you can't play like this. No, that's not the case at all. You it's it, it just sometimes it just comes down to common sense. Like if you are gonna sit, if I like I'm not gonna lie as a player. Like I mean, I, I even played through injuries. I played through a calf sprain. I played I played through a grade three ankle high ankle sprain. When I tell you I couldn't even run the first base, I would hit the ball and just pretty much just limp the first base, get a pinch runner every time, and then come back in the game. Like, come on. It is it is pathetic. It's one of the negative flaws of sports. And as a sports fan, you have to realize of everything, the strengths and the flaws of the system. And one of the flaws is as media and as, as men in society – we have this concept of just always trying to overpower one another. Like, just because LeBron couldn't play through cramps in 90-degree leather weather and Jordan played through flu, you can't compare the two. They're, un- they're not comparable, so stop comparing them. Like, Kevin Durant, people are calling Kevin Durant soft and weak. They can say whatever they want, and that's Kevin Durant's problem. He lets other people affect his head. He does. Uh, he's always on social media. He's constantly talking to fans. He's constantly jerbing back. And if you're going to fuel someone that's picking on you, they're going to keep picking on you because they love the attention. And that's Kevin Durant's problem. That's the reason why he played in game five. He's a great competitor. I love the fact that he played and I love the fact that he showed his toughness. But if you know you can't go, you can't go. And Kevin Durant has earned my respect for him going. But I don't, I'm not blaming anyone, but I'm I'm not blaming anyone but male. It's it's the male tendency. It's that toxic masculinity. That's the thing I'm blaming. And the same thing Kawhi Leonard got bashed for. That's the reason why Kawhi Leonard did not play last season. Because if he would have played, he would have re-aggravated an injury and made it 10 times worse. Now Kevin Durant, he is going to be out for a very long time instead of being out for the summer and, and playing full 100% being fully 100% healthy for next season and finding another team. Now he has to sit out longer because other people and everyone was saying to him, you need to play, you're soft. Oh, he's out to lead the Warriors. He's not a true baller. LeBron would be able to play through this. LeBron hasn't missed a game in the playoffs. Like, it's just all this stuff. Like, like everyone's career is different. Everyone's going to experience different forms of adversity. With LeBron, it was the cramping. At times, his cramping did affect him, and it did affect his play in the playoffs. Kevin Durant, since his legs are so skinny, it's the Achilles. It's the foot that he suffered in 2015 after his MVP season. He needs to bulk up a little bit in his legs. But, I mean, if you are if you already have success, why change it? But Kevin Durant's going to have a huge offseason, and he's going to really need to recover Um and he's going to really need to take time to recover because he is a great player. If he comes back, I feel like he will be the next Dominique Wilkins being able to come back and and still play at an all-star level. It's just going to be sad to not see Kevin Durant next season. But this opens the door for a lot of other teams to really take steps forward and possibly go to a championship. I know as a Sixers fan, it's time because the Warriors are not the same team without Kevin Durant. They need, they need more from Clay and Steph, even though Clay Thompson has just been ridiculous. All finals. He's been the more consistent three-point shooter. Curry, he did hit a three to tie the game. I will give him his props. He finally hit the game-tying shot. He did. But Clay Thompson hit the go-ahead and the three before that. 
So before I conclude this episode, I wanted to talk about Nick Nurse real quick. Nick Nurse cost the Toronto Raptors game five. You do not call a timeout in that situation. There's 305 left in the game. Your best player, your score, your rock, the person that has been going off all playoffs just dropped 10 straight points. You're up 103 to 97, three minutes left. Your star player has the ball in his hands, about to make a move. And you call time out so you can have your players rest up and get a break. Now you gave the other team a chance to breathe a little bit. Steph and Clay look gassed. They look tired. They look washed up. They could not stop Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard hit a three. Bang. Hit a pull-up two over Andre Godala. Bang. Hit another pull-up. Bang. Free throws. Bang, bang. And then you have the nerve to call a timeout and give the Warriors a chance to regroup and re-energize. And you saw what happened. Thompson, bam. Then a turnover by the by the Raptors because now the Warriors' defense is now settled. Then Curry hits a tying three. Bang. Then another missed shot, missed opportunity by the Raptors because the Warriors' defense figured him out now. Then Thompson, go ahead, three. Bang. Kyle Lowry, goaltending, 106-105. Illegal screen, DeMarcus Cousins. Double on Kawhi Leonard, make him go. He should have made him. Kawhi Leonard should have went left instead of right, but he went right. Kyle Lowry gets blocked. Game over. Now you have a game six. Nick Nurse do better. You, he, and Nick Nurse has been great these playoffs. He outcoached Brett Brown. He outcoached Mike Blutenholzer. He's been doing a really good job. So I will, I will let this one slide. But if he does this in the Oracle, he might cost him the series. But I think the Raptors win Game Six in the Oracle. I'm gonna say. 110 to 107. I think it's going to be another close game. I think Kawhi Leonard's going to hit a key shot late and he's going to hit free throws late and then that'll be the game. So my final prediction, my final score, 110-107 Toronto Raptors and they will win the 2019 NBA Finals. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Um, also, check out my mental health podcast as well. It's Behavior Vortex, Strictly Mental Health. I talked about smoke, uh, I talked about the amygdala and other parts of the brain that affect behavior. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And if you have any comments, feel free to check me out and send me a, a message on Anchor. But have a wonderful day. This is Josh signing off. Swoop!